Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Twitter Investigators, with your hosts, Madsen, Madeline, Nick, Hayden, and Delray. In this episode, we're going to look into what we believe Twitter is and what it actually is, as well as what it can do to improve in the future. So personally, I believe the question of what is Twitter is a very, very loaded question. There's a lot to that question. But if I have to answer, in my opinion, Twitter is the most essential social media platform out right now. You can find live breaking news on it before the official news stories come out on your local television network. You can read threads and entertaining tweets. You can watch videos and other entertaining content. You can post pictures on it, and you have the ability to engage tons and tons of followers, despite how many actual followers you have. If you send a tweet, there's a lot higher chance it goes viral and people see it than if you were to post something on Instagram. So overall, I believe that Twitter is the most central social media platform because so many people are able to access it and so many people are able to see your information, despite the lack of following you may have. The first thing I think of when I hear Twitter is just massive amounts of information from all over the world. I think of how something could happen and five seconds later it's published for the world to see. Personally, I use Twitter for sports updates, but I also see a lot of current events and ads on Twitter as well. I think the creation and use of Twitter was a monumental step in creating real-time news and we have benefited greatly from its use. So for me, Twitter is an app where I can go on and laugh and share my random thoughts and sometimes vent on an app to, to my friends or family members or anybody who I deem close enough that can see my tweets. Um, sometimes I use Twitter to keep up with the latest trends regarding like pop culture and celebrity life, I guess. But that is how I use my Twitter. I know sometimes people use Twitter to, for political reasons to find out the news and what's going on in the world, the country. But I don't really do that unless there's a huge trending topic um, that I just can't avoid on Twitter, honestly. From my perspective, um, I believe that Twitter is obviously a social media platform where truly anybody can give their thoughts, opinions, and beliefs to the world. Um, you can use it for sports. You can use it for political things. Um, you can use it for the weather, or the news. Um, and depending on who you follow and everything like that, um, it's very opinionated. Um, a lot of people uh, go on there and just <laughs> let people know uh, every step of the way how they feel about um, whether it's an election, um, sporting event, or um, anything that could be happening in the news. Uh, it's a, a cool but interesting and dangerous tool. Um, it can build a lot of people up, make people a lot of money, um, but at the same time, it can uh, break those people down and, um, in the term, I guess you could say, expose others to what may have been done in the darkness and just things that um, have not been addressed uh, properly. So now that we finally know what our thoughts are on what Twitter is, let's see what the experts are saying. Let's see what the the internet and the writers, people that do the research, actually believe what Twitter is, how it's created, who's its focus, the algorithm of it, and how it makes its money and such. With the way that the world works and how fast information travels um, these days, um, 
like I said, Twitter has positives and negatives. Um, so the positives would be like ways that uh, Twitter informs people about information and the negative would be how they mislead people uh, with information. And in some ways they inform people with information um, is by the trending the trending topic um, tab uh, on Twitter. I use scroll down your timeline. Um, for example, you have um, hashtag going around National uh, uh, Boyfriend Day. Um, it's on October 3rd. Um, so people around the world are obviously uh, posting their significant others um, throughout the day. Uh, like another way of showing their appreciation. Um, another thing, another way to inform you of information is um, Adele. Um, her song, Hello, uh, was used um, for Sunday Night Football on ABC Sports um, because Tom Brady, who played for the uh, Patriots previously, now plays for the Bucks, um, is going back to New England. Um, so, and the lyrics say hello from the other side. So basically that represents his uh, homecoming. Um, and another way it can inform you uh, is with uh, football scores. Um, so another way it shows is how uh, the Green Bay Packers dominated the Steelers this Sunday, and it can kind of give you, you know what I'm saying, game highlights and um, sometimes play-by-play um, that keeps you up to date with that. Um, and <laughs> since the main topic right now is COVID, um, there's a COVID-19 tab on Twitter. Um, and as you press that, it shows um, different governors um, trying to um, promote getting the vaccine to um, – not only people in their state, but um, just around the world. Um, for example, uh, Greg Abbott, um, who's the governor, um, he has posted the statistics for the COVID hosp- hospitalizations that are going down. Um, he said it's about the lowest it is in uh, two months. Um, so, and then other governors are saying, you know, it's safe to just mask up and get the vaccine. Um, so we can get back to normal quicker. So things like that. And then the way uh, Twitter can mislead you is by um, people that are making fake pages. Um, a lot of celebrities who um, have a lot of followers and are always on the television or on the scene um, have different people who are making these fake pages. Um, and they're dressing the pages up exactly as the uh, the verified account would be, um, just to make like a funny joke, and sometimes making those fake pages can always uh, mislead people into thinking that that, that person actually uh, had said that, um, which is the reason behind people getting verified uh, with their accounts and stuff. Um, an example is um, Donald Trump has um, a fake page. Um, that somebody had made. It's like a parody page. And they're pretty much just saying <laughs> all types of crazy stuff, cursing and um, making crazy remarks, um, just trying to be funny in that way. But um, if you have the same profile picture um, and the tweet looks professional enough, um, that tends to mislead others um, about 
maybe an opinion that he may not have even said. Um, and the way the world travel, the way the uh, information travels around the world, that can always mislead people, um, especially if it gets in the wrong hands and stuff like that. So, as Nick mentioned, there's a lot of ways that you can be misinformed as well as informed on Twitter. And the ways that information gets to you is also based on the algorithm. You're not going to be able to get information always from your followers. You're going to get information that relates to what you follow. And that's in large part due to the algorithm. So Madeline is going to explain some more about how the algorithm was created and how it works. When Twitter was founded in 2006, the platform was very similar to every other social media platform that was out there. It displayed content when it was posted and presented data in chronological order. As Twitter grew, too much content was being generated and the Twitter algorithm came into existence in 2016. The algorithm allowed users to track tweets based on popularity and relevancy. It made sure to ensue that users would not miss important tweets. It was an optional switch between what's new and what's relevant. In 2017, the algorithm had another major change introducing while you were away and in case you missed it. If a person has a large following amount, it could become impossible to catch up on content that may have been missed. A Twitter's profile timeline consists of three sections. Ranked tweets are tweets that appear at the top and are displayed on the basis of relevancy. Ranked tweets do not appear in reverse chronological order and are solely based on algorithmic calculations. In case you missed it, are tweets that may be from hours or even days ago. This section only appears if you have been away from Twitter for a period of time. Remaining tweets include all tweets from your timeline. These include retweets, promoted tweets, suggested accounts that Twitter thinks will make your timeline more interesting. All the tweets that are not in ranked tweets and in case you missed it section is included here. Twitter claims that immediately after a tweet is posted, it is then ranked on the basis of a relevance model and designed after algorithms that define whether a particular tweet will be relevant for you. An official post on Twitter's blog from 2017 states a few crucial points to keep in mind to maximize reach. The tweet itself, the author, and you. At the end of 2017, Twitter stopped the account verification process and started reevaluating existing and verified accounts. In 2018, Twitter again began verifying the accounts of politicians. Every politician that appeared in the general election ballots was verified. It also introduced account labels that indicate which political race the politician is running in. Twitter has been updating its verification process for a while. Key Twitter verification 2021 updates include profile, bio, and header image, minimum follower account, more strict rules for reevaluation of existing verified accounts, and verification badges from inactive and incomplete will be removed. Twitter also introduced an update that banned accounts that incite violence following the incident in the U.S. Capitol. In January, Twitter clearly stated that any user who uses a platform to encourage people to commit violent acts will be suspended from Twitter. New features being introduced in 2021 are steady helping change and improve the algorithm. Today, these changes and updates still manage to influence the content that is shown on each individual user's timeline. So in order to get all this content and use it through algorithms and to be able to inform the audience, you need to have an audience. Hayden's going to explain the audience of Twitter as well as how it the platform reaches these people. 
What is Twitter's reach? As of July 2021, there are roughly 397 million active Twitter accounts, according to Statista. All accounts that have the ability to publish tweets and reply to other tweets. This means that roughly 397 million people have been on Twitter at least one time and have seen ads, tweets, and much more just by opening the app. Although it started off as a social media powerhouse, Twitter has since fallen to the 16th largest social media platform in terms of users. The number one social media platform today is Facebook, with over 2.8 billion users. Although not the exact same in terms of usage, Twitter and Facebook hold a lot of similarities in the sense that they both provide real-time updates for anyone to see and publish. Who is Twitter's audience? Twitter's audience is pretty much anyone and everyone who wants to download the app or make an account. With endless content for millions of users, there is nothing that you can't find on Twitter. Whether it be sports, politics, weather, news, all the way to astrology and memes, Twitter has something for everybody. So I think we can all agree that we all love Twitter as much as the next person. But again, as a business person, why would you run such a big social media platform to all these algorithms if you're not making money? Well, Twitter does make money and it makes plenty of it. Delray's going to explain how Twitter makes its money. So to talk about Twitter's, um, how Twitter makes their money, Twitter divides its revenue into two categories. The sale of advertising services, which constitutes the vast majority of the company's revenue, as well as data licensing and other services. Twitter's major competitors include other social media companies like Facebook and Google. According to Investopedia.com, advertising services generated $3.2 billion, or about 86% of Twitter revenue in 2020. The segment's revenue rose 7.1% compared to 2019. Twitter generates most of its advertising revenue by selling promoted products, promoted tweets, promoted accounts, and promoted trends to advertisers. So the company creates tailored advertising opportunities by using an algorithm to make sure promoted products make it into the right users' timelines. Who to follow list or at the top of the list of trending topics for an entire day in a particular country or globally. So if you use Twitter, you will see that Twitter has a list of people that say you should follow them. And most times, these are people that some of your friends follow. And you will see that y'all have plenty of mutual followers in common. That is how Twitter uses this algorithm to help you find more people that you might know. Or if Twitter um, knows that you listen to a certain type of music. So for me, every time Drake or Nicki Minaj is trending or doing something, dropping music, they're trending on Twitter, and that is the first thing I see when I pop on Twitter. So that is how the algorithm works for Twitter. So advertisers also have the option of paying for in-stream video ads delivered to a targeted audience or sponsoring the video content from publishing partners. The platform suggests new accounts to follow based on our users' preferences, location, and overall activity. In order to gain more visibility and increase their number of followers, many users pay Twitter to promote their accounts so they appear at the top suggested. Um, when users click on the promoted accounts and the suggestions, Twitter receives the income. So, while majority of the revenue from advertising services is generated through Twitter's owned and operated platform, a small portion of the advertising products Twitter sales are also placed on third-party publishers, websites, applications, and other offerings. Data licensing is Twitter's second most important revenue source. 
Beyond this public application program interface, Twitter sells subscriptions to public data to companies and developers seeking to search and evaluate real-time and historical data on the platform. Nearly 14% of Twitter's revenue in 2020, or $500 million, was from data licensing and other sources. Revenue for the segment grew 9.2% compared to the previous four, the previous year. Excuse me. Twitter also sells subscriptions to public data beyond the public API to companies and developers looking to access, search, and analyze historical and real-time data. On the platform. The other sources include Twitter, include service fees, Twitter collects from users of its mobile ad exchange. And that is how Twitter makes its money. So as you can tell, Twitter is a very important social media app that can make a lot of money, has a lot of followers, and will continue to grow. And as I just said, it will continue to grow. So I'm going to explain how Twitter will grow in the future and become an even bigger and better social media platform than it is today. So the question of what will Twitter be in the future is a big question that no one really seems to have an answer to, neither does Twitter. In my opinion, from the research I've conducted, it seems like Twitter has their hand in every everything there's, there is to grow. They, they want to start podcasts. They want to have newsletters. They want to start working with cryptocurrency and making it easier to trade and sell products. So they're not focusing in on one thing. They're focusing in on multiple things. So this can be very beneficial in a way, but it can also hurt them negatively because they could become good at three different things instead of great at one thing. But I'm here to tell you what the future of Twitter is. So personally, I think Twitter will continue to grow astronomically and attract many new users. It's such a versatile platform that can have so many different avenues of communication, like I just mentioned. And right now, as of now, Twitter is one of the best business and personal social media platforms that is very user-friendly. At first, when you look at it, it seems a little complicated, but it's as simple as you go to your profile and you scroll to see your own tweets. You look at the trending tab to see what's going on in the world. You click on the, the little blue pen in the bottom right, and you write a 280-character tweet. It's very user-friendly, and anyone can use it, whether you're young, old, live in the United States, or live in Japan. So as I mentioned, Twitter is looking to expand in a couple areas, which are podcasts, live streams, newsletters, having longer tweets, and having business partnerships specifically with cryptocurrencies, and even more specifically with Bitcoin. So CEO John Dorsey of Twitter uh, was able to sign a, a partnership deal with Bitcoin, and he said that this deal will, quote, ensure people and companies to freely trade goods and services on the planet. As many people know, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency holds the same value no matter where you are in the world. So by having this partnership with Bitcoin, it can allow them to be able to trade and make money easier because it's the same value everywhere. Dorsey also believes that a partnership with Bitcoin will allow Twitter to grow their business services astronomically, including Twitter tip jar, which is a way to send money on Twitter, and super follows, which charges people to be able to view subscribe, subscriber-only content. In July, Dorsey spoke about the partnership with Bitcoin and, we, again, was hammering home the idea that this will allow them to grow their business extremely well. Dorsey said, quote, If the internet has a native currency, a global currency, we are able to, able to move so much faster with products such as superfollows, commerce, subscriptions, tip jar, and we can reach every single person on the planet 
Because of that, instead of going down a market-by-market-by-market approach, Dorsey explained, I think this is a big part of our future. I think there's a lot of innovation because just currency to be had, especially as we think about decentralizing social media more and providing more economic incentive. So I think it's hugely important to Twitter and to Twitter shareholders that we continue to look at the space and invest aggressively in it, he added. Another area of growth that Twitter wants to expand into is having newsletters and podcasts. David Pierce, who is the editor-at-large for the website Protocols, believes that newsletter and podcasts will actually grow their community the most. This will allow them to become more of a brand and go beyond the social media aspect of things and be more professional. Twitter already has created Fleets, which is a story-like feature. They've created Revenue, which is a newsletter-like platform. And they have audio and video chat experiences, including AppBreaker and Squad. All these platforms and podcasts and newsletter things will allow Twitter to become, like I said, a more professional thing. When you go and you look at the Wall Street Journal, for example, they send you out daily newsletters with the, the up-to-date news. If Twitter has a newsletter that you go and you can go view, I'll show you the trending tab, but it'll come right to your email. So you, you have two spots where you allow your, that will allow you to see what Twitter has. Uh, the podcast aspect and the video chat aspect, I already have experience with this, so I work for a radio station, and sometimes they do live streams via Twitter, and they do this by allowing it to go through the audio-only tab and the video uh, tab as well, so you can see what's happening, and it's a live stream aspect of it. And I also believe that this aspect of it, the live streaming, and be able to see it, it could eventually take over as a new version of news. Because why go and wait for the 5 o'clock news for a story that's happening at 2 p.m. when you can go on Twitter and you can watch the live stream of it at 2 p.m. when it's actually happening, not three hours after it happens. Finally, Twitter's actually becoming more user-friendly. As I mentioned, I do believe that Twitter is one of the more user-friendly social media platforms, but they're already taking more steps to kind of help control the community and make the community feel a lot safer. When you're a... 20 year old in college, you know when you send out a tweet, it might go viral. You know when you send out a tweet that you might get some harsh replies to it. But when you're, I don't know, 75 years old, you might send out a tweet and not expect anything to happen. And all of a sudden it blows up and everything's, everyone's yelling at you, responding to you, sending hateful messages. Well, a thing they just did an update was you can go and you can control slash restrict how many replies you get, who replies, you could limit it to no replies, or only people that you follow can reply to you, or your followers can reply to you. So Twitter is making it more community safe, where you can control what the backlash is or what the responses are. And furthermore, you can also now go, and if somebody sends you a hateful reply back, let's say you send out a tweet saying, the Clemson football team is really good at football. Simple as that. You might get 100 comments saying, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're really good. We'll bounce back next year. And you might have one response saying, yeah, you're an idiot. You can go and you can actually delete that reply and you can get rid of it where before you couldn't actually do that. So here's what a Twitter spokesperson actually said about the update. This update could benefit people who may tweet something that receives unexpected attention and unwanted replies, explained the spokesperson. We've learned 
Conversation settings help some people feel safer by limiting these unwanted replies so they can participate in more meaningful conversations while still allowing people to see different points of view. Overall, I think Twitter is taking a lot of steps to improve their future by making it a lot more versatile. They're not limiting themselves to one thing to be good at. As I mentioned, I may I don't necessarily like the idea of going and doing so many things at once because you might run the risk of not being great at all three of those things and only being good. But then again, as you find out, like Delray mentioned, Twitter has money and they're making a lot of money and they'll continue to make money. And through that ability to make money, they'll actually be able to have more resources to do three or four things at once and be great at all of them. So that might be a concern that isn't actually a concern. Twitter has a potential to really take over the landscape of not only social media, but news and articles and just news outlets in general with the live stream aspect of it and the live breaking news aspect and the quick and easy to read messages. Twitter has all the steps there to become this powerhouse that people don't actually see coming yet. And you look at it, like I mentioned, going back to the live stream aspect, you're already getting tweets saying breaking news. Uh, let's say in the NBA, D'Angelo Russell got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves and then breaking news. Ben Simmons wants to leave the Philadelphia 76ers. Breaking news, the Lakers signed LeBron James. And you're getting those instantly. You're getting it right when it happens. Where before, you had to wait till 6 o'clock for sports to come on and you find out those three things five hours after they happen. When you look at news, there could be a story happening. There could be a robbery. And you could have a tweet by tweet by tweet message saying, this guy robbed a bank. Then 10 minutes later, now he's not being chased by the cops. 10 minutes later, he got, he got caught. And you're able to get that those messages right away when it's happening, rather than waiting a couple hours for the news to come on to find out the whole story. With the live stream aspect now being worked on, they can have all this live news be televised to you and be shown to you in a video aspect, which can be more intriguing, and you can also get it right when it happens. So Twitter has everything right in reach to become this powerhouse of social media, television, and breaking news. That wraps up the first and possibly only episode of Twitter Investigators with your hosts, Matson, Nick, Delray, Hayden, and Madeline. Thank you.